We cannot determine which way the skin is going to go. We can't determine how long it's going to take for your skin to heal. We can't even determine if the pigment is going to stay into your skin. Welcome to the Brows & Co. Show, your backstage pass to the world of brows, beauty, and business. I'm your host, Keisha Taylor, and I'm thrilled to have you with us for this weekly episode. Get ready to immerse yourself in the fascinating world of beauty trends, brow secrets, and the ins and outs of the beauty industry. Whether you're a beauty enthusiast, a business owner, or just curious about what goes on behind the scenes, you're in for a treat. So without further ado, let's explore the magic that happens when beauty meets business on the Brows & Co. Show. Welcome back to the Browsing Co. Show. I'm your host, Keisha Taylor, CEO and franchisor of Browsing Company and your host of the Browsing Co. Show. So today I want to talk about a topic that people don't normally talk about. And I have to put it out here just because you should be informed. You need to really understand when you get permanent makeup or when you decide to get permanent makeup, you need to explore and understand all of your options. Yes, explore and understand. Today, I'm going to talk about what to do if you do not like your permanent makeup service. Like, all right, you just had your consultation. You just booked your appointment. You're excited. You get your brows or your lips or your eyeliner done. And then you leave, you're excited, you like it. You get home, a couple of days go by and you're like, wait a minute, I don't really like this. When I got up from the chair, I, I liked it, but now I don't like it. So let me give you some tips and some advice when this is happening to you. The first thing to do, if you go in and you get your service done, you did your consultation, you did your research, you talked to the artist, you had a great time, they did your service. And when you got up, you actually loved your service. You like the way your brows look. You like the way your eyeliner look. You like the way your lip blush was popping, right? And then a couple of days go by and you don't like it anymore. Now, in that case, it's the healing process because you saw what it looked like when you got up from the chair and you didn't have issues at that point. So now that the healing process is starting to set in, you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I don't know. You know, I didn't, I didn't sign up for this. But if you had a proper consultation, the artist went over the healing process with you. Now, we cannot determine which way the skin is going to go. We can't determine how long it's going to take for your skin to heal. We can't even determine if the pigment is going to stay into your skin. So we give you general guidelines on what to look for and what you should be doing to care for your permanent makeup service. The first thing to do, like I said, if you loved it when you got up from the chair, you're going to love it in the end. You're just hating 
the healing process. So you're gonna be at least healing. I mean, this is skin, right? And it's a wound, this is wound care. So you're gonna be at least looking at seven to 10 days and sometimes maybe even 14 days, depending on your skin type, if you have dry, skin, you know, it could go on for a little bit longer and dry skin can look a little bit worse because your skin is dry. So sometimes it takes the seven to 14 days to see the actual results. And you may be thinking, wait a minute, I don't want to wait seven to 14 days. You know, I, I don't like it now. I, I got to go back. I, I got to see. The only thing that you can do is give it time. You have to give it time because during the healing process, we as artists, we can't determine what it looks like because as soon as you leave, your skin kicks into healing mode. So it starts to scab up real quick. And the example I can give you is if you get a scratch or a paper cut and it starts to like first, you know, it bleeds, right? And then a, a little tiny scab come and then the scab fades away and then your skin come back. That's sort of like permanent makeup. It is a wound and this is the way that the skin reacts when it is traumatized. And when I say traumatized, it's in defense mode. Like when you get the procedure done, your skin is start to defend you. Like it goes into defense mode it's because we're traumatizing the skin. And so when you traumatize your skin, the skin does its job to defend you, to push back. So it's pushing pigment out. It's trying to get you healed as fast as possible. This is what happens during the permanent makeup procedure. And that's why it's very, very important to do a consultation. But like I said, if you got up out of the chair and you loved it, nine times out of 10, it's just the healing process that you can't deal with. My advice to you is to give it at least 14 days. But if you really honestly are concerned and you don't like it, is to give the salon or the artist a call and let them know so that they are aware of what's going on and how you feel so that they know how to follow up with you or to tackle the issue. And maybe you have something else going on. And so it's always good to call your artist and let them know what's going on if you're feeling a certain type of way. It's a two-way communication, so we can't guess. And you shouldn't be able to not express your feelings to us as well. So that's one of the things that I want to get out of the way. Now, if you get the procedure done, you had your consultation. And keep in mind that I keep saying consultation because I feel like that's the most important piece of getting your permanent makeup done. That determines everything that sets the standard and the stage and the beginning of everything and your relationship with that salon or artist starts at that consultation so i'm going to highly highly recommend consultation over booking the actual service 
first. Okay. So you go in for your consultation and I'm assuming that you went in for your consultation. You talk to your artist. You like, you know, yeah, y'all excited. She's excited or he's excited to do the service on you. And you're excited to get the service done because now you want to enhance your look and you book your appointment and you come in and you get the service done. And before you get up out the chair, when you see your service done in the mirror, you're like, oh, no, I, I, I can't. I don't like this. Right. I don't like this. Like my browser is just too out. It's too far in. It's too thick. You know, my lips are just too big. I just I don't like it. Right. Then nine times out of 10, you're not going to like it when you heal. And so at that point, before you leave the salon, please discuss this with your artist. It could be something minor. Maybe they missed a spot. Maybe you are just overreacting because you're in shock because you went from no brows. You went from zero to 10, like real quick, you know, so sit down and have that conversation before you leave. Please do not wait till you get home to have that conversation. Put them on notice early so that they can follow up and check up with you and make adjustments when the time is right. Now, as artists, once you leave our facility, once we completely go out of the skin, we cannot go back in the skin. If we go back in the skin, you're at risk for infection and just it's just messy. It's like taking a wound and, and going back in and digging in it again. We cannot do that. It's not healthy for your skin. You could get an infection and we could cause trauma to your skin by doing that. Sometimes we're just not able to do some of the requests that you guys want us to do because we're trying to preserve your skin. And if you don't like the service, you don't want us doing any more. You want to see how the healing is because you might not want to come back because you didn't like the service. So it's important that you are communicating this to your artist before you get up out the chair. Now, before my clients get up out the chair, I'm making sure that you like it. I'm explaining along the way, what are you getting? Everything that I do has to be approved by you, whether it's the shape, how I'm mapping out the brows, I'm listening to what you want done. And I don't overstep, but I don't give you thick brows if you ask for it right away. I always tell you that we can get to that point. Let's start with a natural brow, a natural full brow. And when you come back for your touch up, we can go as dramatic as you want, as big, as bold as you want. But as a beginner, as a first timer, I like for you to see first, right? And if I stick with natural, then it won't hurt you as a person if you didn't like it. So keep in mind that the artist should always be moderate the first time around. And then when you come back for your touch up, make those adjustments that you want. The transformation is going to be there. If you come in with thin brows and no brows, you're going to leave with beautiful, full, natural brows or beautiful, full, natural lips or beautiful eyeliner that's subtle. But we are not going to go dramatic on you 
the first time around. And that's our browsing company. Okay. I can't speak for other facilities. I can't speak for other artists and other salons. I know that here at browsing company, we stick with moderate first. So it's moderations. Once we feel that you can handle that bold brow or that red lip or that wing eyeliner, then we make adjustments for you. Okay. Now, the reason why you have a six to eight week touch up or perfecting session is because when your brows heal, some of the pigment is going to be faded. It's going to be lost due to your skin recognizing the pigment as foreign material going into your skin. So it did its best to push it out. So once you go back for the second round, your skin recognizes that material and it accepts it. That's one reason why you come back for a touch up or a perfecting session. Another reason is to make adjustments. Like I said, you may want to go thicker. You may want that tail sharper. You may want a bolder lip. You may want wing on your eyeliner. It's so many different reasons for the six to eight week touch up, but it's more so that the process can stick. Permanent makeup, especially brows, is not completed until the second session. It's not like you're getting a halfway done job, but we have to wait until the skin heals so that we can do the second part. Again, please book your consultation first. Talk to the artist about before care, medications that you're taking, if you have any skin disorders, anything that can prevent this procedure from showing up. We would like to know, we need to know so that we can better assist you so that when you book your appointment and you get your service done, you absolutely love your service. That's the goal for any artist is for someone to get up out of their chair and enjoy and love their service and love their transformation and just look at their enhancements. And we want to feel like we made a difference in your life. If you get a person and they're not willing to speak to you about the issues that you have, then you may want to consult other alternatives. And other alternatives could be tattoo removal. It could be saline removal. It can even be a cover up or a color adjustment. But I don't want to scare you. I don't want to deter you from getting the service, but you want to make sure that you are well informed and educated before you book this service and move on with getting the procedure. Because some services like laser removal or like saline removal will not work on ethnic skin tones like like me, like black skin. So you really have to do your due diligence and be careful who you get to do the service on your skin. And please keep in mind that this is a cosmetic procedure. It's equivalent to going in and getting like breast augmentation or liposuction or a tummy tuck. I mean, you would do your research on the doctor, right? So keep in mind that you should do the same research 
on the salon or artist providing your permanent makeup service. Again, I'm going to hone in on that word consultation. A consultation is going to eliminate at least 95% of your questions. That's why I'm always saying book a consultation, book a consultation. It is worth paying for a consultation before you get your skin tattooed on. It's so worth it. Trust and believe it, it is definitely worth it. And it's worth it to get to know who will be working on your skin and who will be doing the service. And if they are experienced with doing the service, all it is, is eliminated through the consultation. You can always pick up whether someone know something about something or don't. Okay. I mean, I'm ready for anything. So I'm ready for whoever come in the door and whatever questions that you may have. I even will provide, you know, skincare questions or questions about other services that's beyond my scope only because I do have experience as a licensed esthetician as well. With that being said, please, please, please book your consultation. If you do not like your service, immediately consult with the artist who did it immediately and see if it's something that can be done. And also know your options, know what options are available to you if you do not like the service. If you get the service and this happens a lot and it happens so much, like, and I feel for people, but I always hone in on do your research. If you go to another artist and you want them to go over somebody else's work, you may have a bigger problem than what you have when you started with. So be careful with that. Be careful with seeking advice from other artists because they don't know what the prior person used on you. They don't know what service the prior person did on you. Always talk to the original person that did your service so that you can be able to communicate with them back and forth. And if they care about their clients, they will definitely communicate with you without a problem, without any hesitation. They'll be able to address your issues and your concerns. I hope that this was helpful. I'm so excited that I did this episode because a lot of people do have questions and I just want to make sure that you are aware of permanent makeup and when you actually get this procedure done. Thanks for tuning in to the Browsing Coast Show. I'm Keisha Taylor, CEO and franchisor of Browsing Company and your host, of the Browsing Co. Show. That concludes another enlightening episode of the Browsing Co. Show. I hope you enjoyed it. Remember, you can catch up on previous episodes and stay connected with me on all social media platforms at Keisha Taylor for the latest updates. If you found this episode inspiring or informative, please consider sharing it with your friends, colleagues, or anyone passionate about beauty and business. Your support means the world to me. I'll be back next week with fresh insights, exciting stories, and more gems from the beauty industry. So until then, keep shining, stay curious, and never stop pursuing your dreams in the world of beauty and business. Thank you for tuning in to the Browsing Co. Show. Make sure you subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast network and I'll see you on the next episode.